You're listening to Snyder & Associates podcast series, the civil engineering, planning, and design firm focused on thinking beyond engineering to improve the quality of life within the communities we serve. The hosts of this episode are Lindsay Beeman, Patrick Williams, and Nicole Church. Hi, I'm Lindsay Beeman. I work at the Cedar Rapids Business Unit of Snyder & Associates. Hi, I'm Patrick Williams, and I work in the Cedar Rapids office as a project engineer. Hi, my name is Nicole Church. I'm an environmental scientist in our Ankeny office, and we are going to talk about Wanatee Park, wetlands, fish pond, and bridge. This was our first time working with Lynn County Conservation, and it really started when the county received money from the Water, Land, and Legacy Bond. The public was overwhelmingly supportive of this project, and they really wanted to see water quality improvements, which included nutrient reduction, flood storage improvements, and overall vegetation improvements of native species within Lynn County and specifically Wanatee Park. So Lynn County looked to seek engineering support for these project initiatives. How was Snyder & Associates selected to pursue these initiatives based by the county? We have a strong engineering background for wetland design and implementation, and we were awarded this project through the proposal process. During our site visits with Lynn County Conservation to identify appropriate wetland improvement locations, we came across a couple areas where we saw the potential for additional water quality improvements. They liked our ideas and what started out as a wetlands project turned into a wetland bridge and fish pond project. Now I want to break it down into each of the individual components. Nicole, can you discuss the wetland creation enhancement portion of this project? Placing these wetlands in strategic locations was the water quality improvement that we were looking for within Lynn County. For Wanatee Park specifically, it's generally within the floodplain, so kind of flatter, but also there are some hill slopes surrounding the park. I think us placing these wetlands in strategic locations allowed us to improve more for less. So there were more smaller wetlands, which could improve more water quality throughout Wanatee Park rather than creating one larger wetland that was isolated in one specific area of the park. Yeah, I would say Lynn County had a grand vision in their mind once we kind of picked out these sites. So what was fun about this project was taking their ideas and actually putting it on paper something that they were happy with. A lot of the shapes of the wetlands and a lot of the design features, such as where water is coming in and where it's going to leave in an overflow scenario, a lot of that came from Lynn County Conservation just because of knowledge and intimacy with the park. And being able to walk through the site with them to go over what their ideas and grand dreams were and being able to collaboratively put it onto paper and have something that both Lynn County and Snyder and Associates could be proud of was very rewarding. Was this project any different than typical wetland restoration projects that you work on? It was in the sense that the county was very open to improvement locations and they had a general idea of what they wanted and locations that they wanted, but they didn't really have a certain threshold. You know, we want to create X number of wetlands. We want to do this, we want to do that. Honestly, that freedom just allowed us to kind of explore other locations within Wanatee Park and within Lynn County. And I think it helped the project overall and allowed us some flexibility. Yeah, I was gonna ask, is it typical for a wetland project to have seven individual sites within one park like that? I would say it's atypical, but it's definitely a benefit. Daylighting tile, allowing water to free flow from tile and capturing that nutrient loaded water within wetlands, as well as providing additional flood storage capacity 
and improving native species because Lynn County Conservation did all of their own seeding, allowed for a higher water quality benefit specifically within Wanatee Park. One interesting aspect that they brought to the table that I had not previously worked with before was a outlet control structure called an agri-drain. Essentially what an agri-drain is, is the flow control structure that we put on the wet side of the berm, and it has these removable stop logs that the county can manually adjust how much water is on the wet side of the wetland berm. With that idea, the county is able to customize their maintenance and control the water depth in their wetlands for all sorts of maintenance purposes that they may have. The next phase of this project focused on the construction of a 30-foot-long prefabricated pedestrian and maintenance bridge over Wanatee Creek. What about the previous crossing at this creek was inadequate? The previous crossing involved some mulch on top of two pipe culverts, and what was happening at that crossing was a large stream made its way through those culverts and through erosion upstream flows and the crossing being at a low point. Lots of flooding was happening in the area, causing the county to consistently remulch the area because of erosion. The pipes were also not sized large enough to handle the amount of flow that would come through that area during large rain events. And what factors needed to be considered when designing the bridge? The biggest factor was vehicular access. The bridge needed to be able to handle daily traffic flow of the parks maintenance staff's vehicles. That was priority number one in terms of usability. But the other aspect was making the opening below the bridge large enough to convey flow so that it would not overtop the top of the bridge as often as it was previously. How did our Shuck Britson team assist us with this portion of the project? Well, when it comes to structural design, we heavily relied on their subsidiary and Shuck Britson. They help us a lot with structural components. And when it comes to designing a bridge, that's their bread and butter. So they were able to help us design the bridge to be structurally functional and also aesthetically pleasing for the county and the park. How did the addition of the bridge affect the trail that crosses it? Well, as I mentioned before, that trail was mostly mulch and with the addition of the bridge and some additional concrete, in the event of any flooding in that area, the stability and longevity of that area were increased because concrete's not going to wash out anywhere near as quick as mulch would. So the county's able to rely on that section of trail a lot more because of the erosion control improvements that we designed and were installed. And Patrick, wouldn't you say that the bridge aspect allows more flow rather than having the twin CMPs? Oh, definitely. When you think of just two pipes underneath a trail crossing, there's only a certain amount of water that can get through. But when you picture a bridge and the large amount of space under there, there's just an exponential increase in the amount of water that's able to be conveyed underneath that. Since this crossing was the main access point for the county maintenance vehicles, one of the main goals of the Lynn County Conservation staff was to create a crossing that was not only accessible during high rainflow and high creek events, but was also helping with the water quality aspects downstream. Obviously, the washout continuously and replacing mulch isn't a water quality benefit. In addition to installing this bridge that gave them maintenance vehicle access to and from their shop on the other side of the creek, it also allowed us to install Fleximat erosion control methods about 100 feet upstream and downstream where the crossing of the bridge and the channel is. And Fleximat basically is a concrete 
matting product that is different than riprap in that it's really stabilized within the embankment and allows grass to grow on top of it. So in addition to being a stabilizing material, it brings back the aesthetics and the natural habitats that appeal to Lynn County Conservation. This again was another really big water quality box to check because obviously they were continuing to put excessive vegetation products and mulch in the creek and that wasn't helping anything. Again, this meets one of those major goals of water quality and we were able to double that up with making their lives easier on operational maintenance and daily routines to be able to get to and from their shop. Yeah, it turned a maintenance nightmare for the county into kind of a beautiful landmark in the park that not only visitors of the park can enjoy, but also the county can look at that as just one less headache that they have to deal with on a seasonal basis. So that's probably my favorite part of the project because we took something that's been plaguing them for years and made it to something that is both functional and also aesthetically pleasing. The final piece of this project involved the construction of the first fishful pond owned by Lynn County. How did we update this area to accommodate a stocked fish pond? The base for the fish pond was already there, meaning there was a water source. So water flowed into the site from a farm field under a highway and settled in a slight depression in front of a dam that had a huge hole in the middle of it where a pipe used to be. The county wanted to create some sort of wetland feature at this location. Initially, they understood that they were going to have to clean it out because of sediment coming in from the farm field. They knew that it was going to require a lot of maintenance, but it was just an area that they wanted to improve. And the public can only access this area through Wanatee Park. We looked at that area and said, yeah, we can develop a wetland here. It would also be a really cool spot to fish. And you had mentioned you wanted a fishing pond. Is this something that you're interested in? And they were on board from the minute that plan was set in motion. And our design team took it over and made it happen. It sounds like after a thorough field examination, our team and the Lynn County Conservation team were able to identify not just settling for another wetland water quality feature, but actually going bigger than that and making a pond out of a place where a wetland would have been their original plan. I think in addition to that, some of the pond features we added were spawning beds, fish habitat, jetties. There's a deep pool area, medium pool area, and a shallow pool area to help with water quality as well as the various species habitats. Lynn County Conservation actually threw in some additional fish habitat features like center blocks, and they constructed some fake underwater trees with old conduit and zip ties tied together. Those features were put under the water as it was filling up to help create this fish habitat that would eventually form as algae and and other debris catches on those structures. Exactly. And we did have a four bay designed and constructed just upstream from the pond. So that is our water quality improvement feature associated with the pond. A four bay is an area that's shallow in depth, captures sediment and allows nutrients to settle within an area that can grow vegetation. It allows the vegetation to uptake the nutrients and it also slows down the water so sediment can drop out before flowing into the pond. Lynn County Conservation also owns the land adjacent to the pond. This property was previously farmed with row crops. They had taken it out of crop production the year before and planted the entire field with prairie species. They also put native prairie plantings around the hill slopes of the pond and native wetland plantings uh, around the perimeter of the pond. 
The pond was initially stocked with bluegill and bass. Since that first year of stocking, Lane County Conservation has worked with DNR to also add crappie and catfish into the pond. This project, the wetlands, the bridge, and the fish pond were all let for three different engineering construction projects, and we administered all three of them, which meant that while they're under construction, we're in the field helping and assisting Lynn County Conservation staff with overseeing that their needs are being met, that the construction was on schedule and going well, and just basically overall making sure that the success of Lynn County Conservation staff and the goals outlined through the development of our plans were being met. Everything went very smoothly, and it was impressive, too, that the fish pond was able to fill quickly within the seasonal rainfall events. There was no long delay for the county to begin to enjoy their fish pond. I think one of the greatest challenges to overcome on the project was during the bridge design, It's not exactly as straightforward as one might think. The trail alignments from the east to west sides were offset such that the bridge had to be sloped in order to accommodate both trail slopes. We also made the bridge approaches ADA compliant, knowing that even though the rest of the trail outside of the bridge limits was not paved, that maybe this would be something that would be necessary in the future for the trail. Additionally, while the bridge was elevated in order to prevent as much inundation as possible, it wasn't necessarily set to 100-year flood protection elevation because when it comes to these precast bridges, having them overtop with water is not something that creates additional maintenance. It's something that they can withstand and is typical. So the design isn't always as clear as what this is actually going to look like on paper, but in the end of the day, everybody was really able to come together and understand how All those elements have to tie together to really make the actual final product great for generations to come. And they were super happy with it once it was built. Yeah. And that was the other thing is we did shift it a little bit. And that was one thing that I just weren't anticipating. Mm -hmm. All of this collaboration with the county and thinking outside the box is what led us to receive an ACEC award. ACEC annually looks for engineering excellence projects that demonstrate an excellence in engineering techniques or ways that we've met the needs of clients and how the engineering solutions are perceived in the public. They judge these projects every year, and this project was given a grand prize in the special projects category based on its complexity and how we were able to tie in so many different unique features and collaborate with the client. Patrick, do you want to touch on that a bit? I mean, the scope itself is mind-boggling. We did seven different wetlands, a bridge, and a fish pond. Usually when you're doing a project, you're sticking to one small area, but the vast amount of improvements that we brought to this park across the entire area, I think on its own, is impressive. And then once the construction was complete and the dreams of the county and our plans came to fruition, I just think the overall quality of the work that was done stands on its own. I think it's unique if you were to look back at the requests for the original project and the goals, as Nicole outlined, where it was water quality, wetlands, how much we were able to bring to the partnership with the county to identify ways to really go above and beyond those goals while still very much meeting those goals. I mean, making it quite an improvement project without really straying from the actual hard and fast goals of water quality. Awesome. This has been a great talk. Thank you for your time today. It's been very informative. Thank you for listening to Snyder & Associates podcast series, a civil engineering, planning, and design firm focused on thinking beyond engineering to improve quality of life within the communities we serve. Find content related to this episode on snyder-associates.com.